Hello, hello. Welcome to Healing and Happy Podcast. I am your host, Bailey Taylor. On this podcast, I will be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly aspects that come with dating, falling in and out of love, and of course, breakups. My end goal is to share my personal dating experiences with you, what I've learned over the years, and the growth that I've made in order to help you heal your broken heart and become a better, stronger version of yourself in the end. So, with that being said, this is officially episode number two. I'm so excited to be sharing today's content with you. For any new listeners, I truly hope that you enjoyed today's episode. For my returning listeners, thank you so much for your support. Today I will be talking about what it looks like to heal after a breakup. I have put together 12 mechanisms that I think have helped me make the process a little easier because trust me, I know breakups are extremely hard and even more so for victims of domestic violence because we are at a higher risk of mental health conditions such as PTSD, anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem. Moving forward and putting in the work takes a lot of time and effort, so please give yourself credit. I'm going to start off with number one, which is I practice daily affirmations every morning. I think a lot of people would benefit from this. What I like to tell myself is that I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy of love, and I'm capable of giving love. Because over time, your mind starts to truly believe these words. And it's important to talk to yourself with kindness and ease. Something else that I like to make a point of is having a fulfilling breakfast and drinking at least two glasses of water as soon as I wake up. Because your body deserves to be fulfilled and nourished. And you will discover that water is your best friend because staying hydrated is key to your overall mental health. And for anybody that doesn't enjoy the taste of water, you can always add lemon juice or some sort of flavored electrolyte packet. Another thing that I like to practice weekly is exercising at least four to five days a week. I mainly focus on weightlifting because that is just something that I personally enjoy. I feel great doing it and I look great. It gives me a boost of confidence and studies have actually shown that exercise boosts your serotonin and your dopamine which is your happy hormones. Exercising is something that I have been passionate about for a very long time It's actually what I went to college for. I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science, and I'm also a certified exercise physiologist. For anybody that would like more knowledge about physical activity or where to begin on your exercise journey, I would be more than happy to give you some pointers. Just feel free to reach out, and I can do my best to make the experience 
fun for you if this is something that you would truly be interested in. Another thing that I do for myself is I create art. In specific, I work with epoxy resin. I think in general, everyone should give themselves the opportunity to explore their interests and possibly start a new hobby. Creating art for myself is very freeing and allows my mind to be creative. And it's just an overall good feeling. I would best describe epoxy resin as starts off as like a liquid comes in two parts a and b i then have to mix them together equally and the end result is best described as a hard plastic and if you want to i will actually drop my instagram handle for anyone that would like to check out my artwork because that's another thing like knowing other people enjoy my artwork just makes it that much better so my handle is gems underscore by underscore bay and it is spelled g-e-m-s i think it is also important to make structured plans with friends and family because you should surround yourself with people that truly love you and i think it gives a good boost of energy for me that is getting my nails done or going on a lunch date to the movies or even a hockey game and i will be the first one to admit it there's been times where i have made plans weeks in advance and then once the date finally comes i want to cancel because my mind I would much rather just lay in bed and be by myself, but I know that is not the right answer, so I force myself to stick to the plan anyways, and I can tell you every single time that that has happened, I'm glad afterwards. I'm happy with myself for going because then I feel great. Another thing that I do for myself is I make daily to-do lists because I feel it keeps myself accountable. There are days where I don't want to even carry out daily activities, but I know I have to be responsible. So, such as depositing money at the bank, going grocery shopping, or dropping orders off at the UPS store. Having it written down and physically checking off each one as the days go along helps me something else that i like to do is write down what i'm grateful for seeing that physically with my own eyes i think sets deeper and helps me maintain a positive attitude and just a short list of what i am personally grateful for are my family, my friends, my morals, my education, my good work ethic, and the fact that I have the opportunity to travel the world. The list can go on, but you get the gist of it. I think that this is a good practice that everybody could 
give it a try. This is a big one for me, and I highly recommend it to a lot of people. Therapy. Therapy has helped me to channel my emotions and truly figure out what it is I'm feeling. So I have routine checkups with my therapist to figure out where I am emotionally and mentally. My therapist will actually send me exercises throughout the week. And it's usually reading materials. But the main focus is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a type of psychotherapy that places an emphasis on connection between our thoughts and memories to our emotions and feelings. The key component of cognitive behavioral therapy is to recognize these negative patterns that I'm having and then later on learning how to correct them. Recently, my therapist actually asked, what are my current emotions as far as my breakup goes? And I was completely honest. I told her that I'm angry. I'm angry at myself and I'm angry at my abuser. Which she then told me that that is usually an easy emotion to channel because it gives us a sense of control rather than feeling vulnerable and helpless so that is something I am working through I've also recently picked up on reading I will be the first person to tell you that I've never really enjoyed reading I've picked up many books and I felt like they could put me to sleep but I have discovered a book called Whole Again it is by Jackson McKenzie I don't know what exactly it is, but this book has me drawn. So far, I love it. I'm about halfway. On the title, it says, Healing Your Heart and Rediscovering Your True Self After Toxic Relationships and Emotional Abuse. Pretty much, it focuses on mindfulness. And whenever you have negative thoughts, instead of panicking and trying to distract yourself from these thoughts the book focuses on setting in it truly embracing these emotions and just letting yourself feel it out so you can know what it is you're going through and there's a passage from the book that i felt really spoke to me and i would like to share it with you it says we cannot control how others think feel or perceive us we we cannot spend our energy saving or fixing others and likewise we cannot expect others to save or fix us we are the only ones capable of doing this for ourselves we can seek therapy and or support but no one else is responsible for our feelings except us this perspective guides us towards wholeness as an independent loving human being and I have to say, that speaks volumes, and I agree, I agree with that completely. A good thing that I've also started is, at the end of the night, I journal. This is something very new to me. What I will do is a recap of the day, and just what I've experienced and how I'm feeling. And if I've had a bad day, 
I allow myself to embrace these emotions and decompress. Something else that I feel is very important is self-care. Such as having a spa day for yourself. I personally like to do face masks or bubble baths because we deserve to pamper ourselves. Just recently, I booked an appointment for a massage. I haven't had one in a very long time. And let me tell you, I'm so glad that I did that because afterwards I felt so refreshed. And most importantly, I remind myself that it is okay to feel sad some days. Just because I have a bad day, that does not mean it sets me back on my progress that I've made. Some days are harder than others, but that is perfectly fine. And just know that it's okay to cry because crying actually helps lower your stress levels and it does not make you a weak person. Progress is linear and as long as you keep working on yourself, that is what truly matters. I also want to add that for anyone that made the decision to leave a toxic relationship, I'm proud of you. And I know that even though in the back of your mind you know that you're making the right decision for yourself, it can still hurt. It could still make you feel sad. But remind yourself that you are doing the right thing in the end. With all that being said, I hope you find all of these tips and tricks to be helpful. Maybe you can even utilize these for yourself. If you don't already, you can actually follow my Instagram page for this podcast. It is healingandhappy.podcast where I post weekly updates. I hope to have you back for next week's episode which is what not to do after a breakup so i hope you have a great week continue healing and stay happy